1: They were vicious with each other and they were, they were doing their shit, but in a vicious way, they were laying in with the chops. It was nasty. It was violent. And the story was Kenny Omega got to Osprey's back early. Uh, he, He did that spot where he knocked him off the apron and into the guardrail, which was a nasty looking bump that Osprey took. These guys really took a bunch of big bumps for each other um and from there he hit him with the backbreaker a few minutes later so Osprey was immediately working from underneath positioned as the babyface and then from there Omega was just straight up nasty with this guy and it was the story was he was getting the better of Omega through really the entirety of this match and um they they did the he pulled the table out and Kevin Kelly was so good here because I've never heard an announcer do this okay he covered for the table being under the ring by saying they keep those under there in case something happens to our broadcast tables and, they, and this way we have backups.
2: Yep, and, and Charles backed him up and said, well, we've had that happen at times. They've broken tables. These men have broken tables officially, you know, uh, in, in, in past matches. Yes, I love that. That's perfect. What a great cover
1: because it doesn't make sense that these weapons are just under the ring, but Kevin Kelly goes out of his way to cover for that. And that's just such a brilliant little detail. And then, uh, you know, they, they they do the table spot, and then Kenny Omega does the the spot from The Shining where he sticks his head through the hole of the table. <laughs> that's great, yeah, it was awesome. Even in a super serious match like this, Kenny has to be Kenny, yeah. And that's yeah, what makes Kenny Kenny, you know. <laughs> and he decides to do the Jack Nicholson gimmick, and it's like it doesn't even like feel out of place because no, it's no. Kenny, you know. And um, how about the spot where he's just bashing? Will Ospreay's face bloody. into the
2: table has yeah, bloody face. There's just blood pouring out of Will Ospreay. There's blood all over the table and he's just smacking his head against it, smacking his head against it and smacking his head against it. And the table's just every it's, it's getting destroyed little more every single time it's getting just, you know, Oh God, I loved it. It's, oh, they went so into great. this
1: match and said they agreed to just beat the living shit out of each other. Omega with the eye closed up by the end. Uh, the, the, the DDT on the exposed turnbuckle, which looked like the old El Generico uh um, brain buster move in the corner, except the turnbuckle was exposed, and Kenny gave Osprey the DDT, and then Osprey, you know, bladed. Yeah, I assume bladed. And you know, then, then he was bleeding, and then he did the then the table spot we're talking about where he's sm- just smashing his face into the table. My god, this was vicious. This was like. I don't even know how to describe this. This was like a 90s All Japan with the intensity with a little bit of deathmatch, with all of the incredible flying, you know, Osprey doing the sky twister press and, <coughs> and and them just doing all of their incorporating all of their normal dynamic offense into this violent, vicious concoction of a match where. They wanted to kill each other, and the story was, and we don't have time to go through all over all the spots, but the story was that Osprey just wasn't as good as Omega, and, it's, and now it's eating away
2: at him. Right, Omega and was in, right. Omega was right the entire time when he said, you're not on my level. You've had this nice yeah. little run while I've been gone, while there hasn't been fans cheering or whatever, but when I come back, I'm going to prove to you that I'm the best, that you're not on my level. You're not like I was.
1: And there was this great moment where Osprey's tied up in the ropes and Omega wants to give him the V-trigger, the Allen Angel's V-trigger in the ropes, the controversial one where Ryan sat and made <laughs> a fool ended, of himself. That
2: ended Kenny Omega's career, yes.
1: Yeah, and Omega and, and Osprey just grabs his leg and is holding on for dear life because... He knows if if he gets hit with this V-trigger, it's going to be the beginning of the end. And it's just this great camera shot of Osprey with the blood coming down his eye and holding on to that leg. And he's got nothing left because Omega's been just beating the living shit out of him. And it was just such a great moment. And then Osprey, of course, he tries to make this valiant comeback in the end. And he hits that incredible first. He hits the hidden blade to the back of the head and then that nasty one to the front. And I think that's the one that busted up Omega's eye. And um, he just sure the sounded fall. like it.
2: Yeah. It sure. Fucking sounded like a guy hitting, elbowing somebody in the eyeball for sure. It, it had a different sound to it. So I, I think that, I think you're right. I think that's what did it.
1: Yeah. But every, I mean, the, the whole match was incredible, but once he hit that DDT on the exposed turnbuckle and then smashed just face into the table. And then that long Omega beat down. And then will just holding on for dear life. And then the spot where, where Omega goes for the one winged angel from the top rope, and you know, Will punches his way out of it, and then in midair on the way down, they turned it into like a captured German suplex. Do you? Do people realize how much could have <laughs> how went wrong? That, yeah. How and difficult how strong that is. the body control and the sh- and the strength of these guys. First of all, just the one-winged angel setup could have gone horribly wrong, and Will's body control and and the strength of Omega. He's standing on the ropes. And he has a 240-pound brick house on his shoulders. And, 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 he's, and he's getting punched in the head as the guy. And then they just fall backwards. And in midair, he turns it into a German. And then he doesn't even kill the guy. Like, they do this, you know, perfect pro-wrestling landing where it looks like he's destroying him, But it was so safe. That was one of the most incredible pro-wrestling spots I've ever seen. Because – 19 different things could have gone wrong, and it ended up being as safe as fuck and still looking dangerous. That's pro wrestling at its best. I mean, I thought that these two guys could never meet the impossible expectations of what people thought we would get out of this one of the last few dream matches left. Somehow they've surpassed it. Yeah, they blew the
2: doors off. They blew the doors off my expectations, and I, 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 I did not think that was even humanly possible
1: yeah it's like I didn't think it would go to the and, and, and I feel stupid in hindsight because the way the build to this match was we should have known they were going to go vicious with it. And that's exactly what they did, and they told this amazing story, and now will Osprey in his post match is like, if I can't beat this guy within a year, I might I'm done because i, I he he talked all this shit, and then he was better than me. And I couldn't beat him. And he hit me with the one-winged angel in the center and just put me away. And none of my shit was... Now, he never hit the Stormbreaker. He never hit the Stormbreaker. But he hit him with everything else. You know, the ass cutter, a million hidden blades. But he he never got him with the Stormbreaker. So, you know, that's still on the table. He hit him with the Styles Clash. But, man... I, I, I gotta tell you, and then the end of the match where Osprey knows he's toast, and he just like spits on him. Fuck, was this good? And then he, <laughs> and then Omega hits him with the with with a Bushi's gimmick, whatever he called it, the Kumagaye, whatever the fuck it's called. Kumagae, and, yeah. uh, and then uh, then the One Winged Angel, but it was elementary at that point. Osprey knew he was toast, and he's just like fuck you, and he just spits on him. He's got nothing left except that water spit, and he and he puts him away. And he beats him clean in the middle. And I mean, this is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. Yeah. It's just just one of the five greatest matches I've ever seen. Well, and you, you, you,
2: you, want to, go ahead, finish. No,
1: yeah, no, yeah. you. I've talked to plenty.
2: Go well, ahead. I wanted to say, um, you, you mentioned a little bit earlier of like these guys being able to put together so many different styles and so many different things. And I think that that is going to be. To me, the lasting legacy of this match is that two of the greatest wrestlers ever, and I'm not even gonna have to qualify with any statement, they're fucking Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega, two of the greatest wrestlers ever that are so good and have consumed so much wrestling and have wrestled so many different places and have wrestled so many different people and are not stuck in the mud and always readapting and changing their characters and learning new things and adding new things or whatever. This is the culmination of these guys' careers in a lot of ways. This is Will Ospreay, self-trained backyarder who started off as a flippy-do guy found, you know, some, some, you know, got the attention of Okada, went to Japan, adapted that sort of stuff and was able to kind of, you know, is a guy who consumes a ton of wrestling and learns a ton of wrestling and, and wants to become the greatest wrestler of all time. So he adapts to different styles. He learns different things. You know, he, 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 he proves to people that, Hey, you, I can't sell. Fuck you. I'm going to be the best seller in the world. I can't, i all I can do is flips. Great. I'm going to become a deathmatcher guy. I'm going to become a brawler. I'm going to become just a, a, a you know, a, a, whatever it is, you know, and Kenny Omega to the same extent. Kenny Omega started off. Off, real rough in his career early on his career but then he worked his ass off he went to all Japan for wrestling had a great run as a junior heavyweight in all Japan for wrestling then he goes to, to obviously to New Japan later and then you know starts out as a junior heavyweight and then little by little grows from there and, and adapts to America and goes to Mexico whenever the opportunity presents himself and wrestles everywhere wrestles everywhere we'll wrestle anybody and just wants to be great and just wants to be the best wrestler ever so you have these two guys who they have just a catalog of of, of wrestling knowledge f- well beyond most other people, Pro- probably, probably beyond most other people. I don't even need to qualify it again. They have more wrestling knowledge than most people. So they go out here and they have a match like this that, like you said takes a little bit from every fucking style of wrestling and puts it into one and puts it into this thing this had flips this had brawls this had stiff shots I mean this was all Japan this was Lucha this was New Japan this was whatever you know what I mean this was everything all lumped into one all kind of packed together and done with perfect precision because these guys are just the greatest wrestlers of all time these are just a different level of pro wrestlers here And, and, and just yeah I can't I can't say enough about this match I just I went in with super high expectations when it was done I was just like these mother fuckers. They did it. How did they do this? How can they possibly do this? And I'm never one and I don't, I, I, I'm i one and I've, I've said this time and time again. I don't believe in breaking the five star scale. I, I think when Dave gives a match nine stars or whatever the hell, I just go, that's five. You know what I mean? Okay. That, that At that point, it's just different levels of five. When this one was done, I wrote five but I put a plus sign next to it because it's like Five stars, but this is better than other five-star matches. You know what I mean? Like somehow I don't know how to qualify it, but it's just fucking better. It's just one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. And it might be the greatest match I've ever seen just because it took it so much of 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 everything about pro wrestling and everything that wrestling can be and put it into a 30-minute match and put it into a thing. And it, it it's just – it's a love letter to pro wrestling. And these guys are just so good at it, so fucking good, so annoyingly good. That it's just yeah. When it was done, it was just like that's it. That is the apex of pro wrestling. Like it does, it doesn't get better than that. It just doesn't.